folks might be surprised. That's where that's where ministry and missions trips all started. But there are some areas that folks just want to get out of. <laughs> they okay. want to save up their money and get to a university or a good job. Yeah. And they can be um, sort of depressed. And uh, we, yeah, we got to see some uh, some lives transformed just by those Holy little interactions. Pubs, yeah, in pubs and coffee shops. That's fantastic. Serving Senior Podcast at One Trust Home Loans, and we have a real treat today. We had Paul Ellis. He's the Director of Operations at Ride at Home. They are an in-home care company that helps serve those seniors that we talk about, and Paul is a shining example of one of those individuals that takes his job so seriously because he knows these people have. They've lived the kind of life that they deserve to be cared for, in their golden years and have the type of retirement that we all hope to have. So you're in for a real treat. Listen to Mr. Paul share what he does, how he helps, and why he does what he does with the heart of service. So be ready for a great episode of the Serving Senior Podcast. And also too, that's what we do here at One Trust Home Loans. We serve seniors at a high level. So if you have any questions about how home equity could be used in a strategic an ethical and efficient manner to help seniors have the best retirement possible, please let us know. My team and I would love to help. Please reach out. Now be ready for a great, great podcast with Mr. Paul Ellis. Thank you so much. Hey guys, this is Matt Helton with One Trust Home Loans, where we focus on retirement mortgage solutions. And this is the Serving Senior Podcast. Now this is the podcast where we highlight those individuals that help seniors not just survive or not just get by, but they help those seniors thrive in their retirement and their golden years. And we're lucky today to have another individual like that. We've got Mr. Paul Ellis. Now, Paul is the operations area operations director for Ride at Home Home Care, and he has been serving seniors uh, at a high level for over 14 years. So we look forward to learning from Paul. And Paul, thanks a lot for being here. How are you doing today? Uh, my pleasure. I'm doing great. It's a good. great day. Good. Well, Paul, thanks for taking some time out of your busy schedule. You're uh, you're one of the people that I've I've seen in this industry that doesn't just focus on their business, but focus on giving back and helping. So I've always respected you and how you take care of people. So I know you're busy. So thanks for for joining us today. Well, thank you. That was very nice of you, Matt. Yeah. Yep. I, I love seeing you out there. Uh, in the community. Uh, it, it really is fun. Yeah. Well, thanks for, uh, thanks for joining us. So we'd love to hear um, just some background, Paul, maybe who you are, how you got into the senior industry, maybe share with folks, you know, where you live and how you got here and, and some background would be great. Well, sometimes when I introduce myself in a senior setting, uh, I'll say I, I'm not a nurse, I'm not a social worker, but I play one on TV. Okay. Because, uh, Home care is considered non-clinical, non-medical. However, we do need to understand the diagnosis is in play so we can properly match uh, clients to their best solutions. So um, 
So I, I don't have any healthcare background. My degrees are uh, human relations and management from Trevecca nice. University uh, a long time ago. So I got into this totally by accident. The short story is my mentor uh, and his wife uh, had a couple of tough diagnoses and he never really asked me for anything. He, he poured into me and invested in me for a long time. But one day he said, uh, yeah, I've got a cancer diagnosis and my wife has a Parkinson's diagnosis. And he said, well, Paul, we want to live here right where we're at hmm. in middle Tennessee. Can you help us do that? Uh, and at the time, I didn't know anything. I was like, yeah, sure. How hard could that be? <laughs> And I learned a lot very quickly. And uh, they had a uh, they had a peaceful passing seven years later within mm. 26 days of each other. And that was such a rewarding journey that uh, that that's what got me to decide I was going to do this professionally. Wow. That's a great story. Yeah, that's a great yeah. story. And, t and tell us, I guess, what's your uh, what's your capacity now? What do you do in your current role? Well, I'm, I'm the, uh, the area director of operations with Ride and Home. And Ride and Home is the second largest uh, caregiver provider in the world with uh, over 700 locations worldwide. So we have locations okay. even in Ireland and in China and places you wouldn't expect. And we have a, uh, a group that we've just come together here in Middle Tennessee of five locations. Okay. So, I'm the area director for those five locations in middle Tennessee. Got it. So that, that's what, um, that's what I focus on. Nice. Nice. That's great. Well, we always like, uh, we know that there's a lot of companies that do what you do um, in the area. So I love if you could maybe share um, some of your, your superpowers or some of your qualities that maybe helps you excel in this, but also helps you uh, help more people where you're able to really add value to the people you come in contact with. And Matt, you're asking me personally? Yes, sir. What are my superpowers? Yes, sir. Uh, I, um, well, actually my president, uh, Perry, uh, keeps things pretty light when, when there's serious situations and it really helps um, uh, sort of uh, oil the, the mechanism mm. and keep this going. And uh, you know, Perry. Yeah, uh, he, good guy. He's, he's, he really is. Because uh, I do my um, non-superpowers. I do take myself too seriously sometimes. Uh, and um, yeah, got to look at the big picture. So, but personally, I am certainly not in it for the money. I guess it would be one big thing to say. I'm in okay. it to help people. And so I personally tell folks that I first inter am introduced to or that I meet that the client's needs come first. Nice. Probably similar to folks that do work in the financial world. Yeah. Uh, it's, it is like a fiduciary responsibility because I may not have the best options for a family, but I do want to plug them in to a lot of our friends out there, Matt, folks that could uh, maybe be a better fit for them for where they're at or at least get educated about all the options. So I think that's probably my biggest superpower is I, I really always put the client's needs first and that's the one that we provide care to. But secondarily to that, we, the family is also a client mm. as well. Yeah. yeah, that's all. That's that's a great power, uh, focusing on the other people's needs more than yours. Um, 
that's a that's huge yeah that's yeah huge. and i don't know why that is it's just become the way it is um like i said early on i didn't know anything about caregiving it was totally it couldn't wrap my head around it but once i got into the the caregiving world it was all about what's best for them yeah i i i I feel lucky in that respect, and it really gives me a sense of purpose, hmm. um, and that's why that's why I do it. Yeah, that's that's my drive. That's my why. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah, good for you. Well, maybe Paul, if you could share some examples of how you uh, maybe help your customers or help your employees, or even maybe some examples of what you do to help in the community would be great. Well, very recently, we had a, a, a client that was um, probably getting close to being appropriate for hospice support. Okay. Uh, there was just some symptoms going on, like a lot of uh, sleeping and loss of appetite. And again, we're not medical, uh, but um, I did my best to explain to the family that, that the perception of hospice support is mm. actually changing quite a bit. Uh, President Carter okay. in Georgia has been on hospice since February and wow. he's getting ready on October 1st to celebrate his 99th birthday. Oh my and gosh. he still gets, he still gets updates every day about uh, his foundation. Huh. So he's involved and he's at home. He doesn't want to go to the hospital. And so I like to talk about people like him that maybe planned ahead and are using it for what it's designed for. Mm -hmm. And so I did tell this family about that. They got educated and another piece this is very recent, so it's it's really okay. uh, high on my mind. Um, they needed help all the time, and they were in a very tough location, a very rural Middle Tennessee location. And we say we cover the whole state, but um, the type of caregivers, the high-level caregivers they needed, I didn't have close by. So I grabbed one of uh, the other companies, and they cover half the days. And okay. we cover half the days and that way the person is taken care of well. And that's a competitor, but I look at competitors as, as friendly. If they're high integrity folks, I want to partner with them. And uh, we didn't miss a beat. We brought mm. them in, introduced them to the family and the family could not believe it. They were shocked that, mm. that here I am introducing them to a competitor in this situation. Uh, they just couldn't believe it. They had been extraordinarily patient with us, maybe because of the education piece and we're going to, they were going to ride it out and, mm -hmm. and do what they need to do. And it, it unfortunately wasn't best for them. So that was, that, that's the best recent example of what you're talking about. Man, that's great. And it re reiterates how you focus on other people. So that didn't really affect your, your bottom line and your business, but in the end, it's going to, you know, if you do the right thing for others, it's going to come back to you. So all, all in all, it's, it's doing the right thing, having your heart yeah. in the right spot. That's pretty awesome. Great example. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, those aren't just words that you just said. So I appreciate you saying that and the heart behind that, Matt. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. Good for you. Well, and then Paul, do you, um, I know people always like to, uh, to, to serve in the community and to help the community, but you're, you're serving 24, seven, 365 at your job. Um, but I know that you do a great job of, of working in other organizations and volunteering as well. Maybe share some of the things that you're passionate about outside of work. Well, Outside of work, uh, um, well, I, personally, um, uh, men's ministry is very important to me, so okay. I'm very involved in that, and I've been on some ministry trips, even recently, internationally, 
Um, it was great. I got to meet some caregivers overseas. Wow. Uh, by, yeah, it was, it was, uh, it came full circle when that happened. Um, um, what else? I guess, uh, well, you and I, sir, you know, we go to the, the geriatric council mm-hmm. and that keeps folks educated about um, sometimes clinical things, but that we need to be aware of, um, but just what's happening and serving seniors in particular. But the thing is, we serve folks that are even you might consider quite young, but mm-hmm. they're dealing with uh, um, early onset dementia, okay. uh, things like that. So, um, yeah, I think you've had a guest on in the past, Cheryl, as a yeah. social worker that you've had on. Uh, she's she's got terrific uh, training materials. Uh, so I, I love it when she does community events um, and. Uh, um, yeah, there's. Uh, I'm on the board for the geriatric council for the very first time, so that's been a, a, an interesting experience because I started going and participating in 2015. So it's mm-hmm. about time I gave something back mm-hmm. to the geriatric council and serve on the board there to set up um, those those educational meetings. Um, so yeah, that's that's kind of uh, what's important to me. Good for you. Um, that's yeah, right. Any good stories from your last uh, last trip overseas? Um, well, we we got to do uh, we got to do some ministry in some places where um, there was there's very little uh, spiritual influence, uh, okay. and uh, we got to uh, minister to some folks in some pubs in England. Wow! And and some coffee shops. This is Northern England. Okay. Uh, and. Um, folks might be surprised that's where that's where ministry and missions trips all started but there are some areas that folks just want to get out of (laughs) they want to save up their money and get to a university or a good job yeah and they can be um sort of depressed and uh we uh, we got to see some uh, some lives transformed just by those yeah in pubs and coffee shops yeah. That's fantastic. Did you, yeah, uh, was... you know, you're, you're supposed to, uh, in those, I hear the stories about mimicking your, uh, your candidate or, or, or things. So did you have to drink a couple to be able to, <laughs> to them? yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, um, particularly, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> there's, um, there, there, there are jokes about, you know, who will recognize you in a liquor store here, uh, depending on the church they go to, but uh, <laughs> there, uh, no, it is part of the culture. So, um, yeah. yeah, it was, it was definitely, um, we were going to jump in and we definitely had a pint, uh, That's, in the pub. that is and so still cool. did, uh, like worship songs and hymns, uh, and some studying, you know, in, in places you wouldn't expect it. Yeah. That is so cool. Good for you, man. You got another trip lined up? No, but I, I'm, I'm actually already planning on going the same time next year. So that'll be June and July uh, okay. next year. Uh, yeah, we're going to go back to the same place uh, there. Uh, if uh, if someone's really curious about it, then go on Facebook and look up Love Mexborough. Okay. Mexborough is uh, M-E-X-B-O-U-R-G-H. It's, it's maybe uh, not quite like the way Murfreesboro okay. <laughs> is spelled here. <laughs> the borough, huh? They've got a borough yeah. too. They got a borough too. Yeah. Up in South Yorkshire. Okay. 
Oh, that's fun. <laughs> that's fun. Well, Paul, if if um, if somebody's listening to this, whether they're needing care for a family member or maybe they're a professional that works with seniors, um, could you share maybe like a, one or two examples of somebody that you, whether it was you or one of your caregivers got introduced to, they were in a tough spot. Um, maybe they didn't know. Um, I know you guys work with veterans, so maybe it was a veteran that didn't know they could afford care, maybe someone that was a difficult spot and you guys worked with them and they're in a better situation now currently. Well, yeah, we have two current uh, situations where uh, they, um, well, there's a misnomer out there called aid and attendance for combat vets where they get okay. reimbursement for care. Okay. Well, uh, the cutoff for Vietnam vets is August 19, uh, 64 and he got out of the service uh in may 1964 so he wasn't eligible for that reimbursement program but we got him uh, an appointment and took him to a va doctor uh, which is actually the biggest hurdle to say he had adls mm. and some of your listeners will know that's activities of daily living okay so if the doctor signs off on that they send that to um the social worker or case manager, and then she recommends eight to 58 hours paid for by the VA. And we've had a contract with them for 15 years. Okay. And uh, they, they, yeah, they pay for their care directly and they just have to be a veteran with an honorable discharge. It doesn't, they don't have to meet certain financial things or uh, serve during combat to get that particular benefit. If they did, they could have both benefits, actually. Okay. Um, and so uh, we've got that rolling for a family right now. And uh, they actually need more hours than that. So uh, they are going to get a, a few more hours above that to keep this person safe and living life to the fullest. So, um, yeah, that's a pretty recent example where we did a lot of handholding because they were totally unaware of that. They weren't even in the, uh, the VA system. So we had to, uh, you know, coach them a little bit. Uh, and they requested us specifically when they got to that point where the, the social worker was involved because of that, that extra help on the front end um, that we were, uh, you know, kind of connecting them. So like I said, I'm not a nurse or a social worker, but I can play one on TV. Quite well, it sounds like after 14 years, that's, uh, that's pretty neat. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good for you. Well, is there any um, any resources that you recommend for your clients to to check out or maybe things that um, that you talk to people about that they may be able to find online or look at that would be good? to Well, share? you know, there's something that, that comes up a lot that a lot of people don't realize. Uh, we do care, caregiving wherever someone lives. So sometimes we have folks that are in rehab and they just need one on one attention because they can they're getting up over and over again and they really can't put weight on their hip, new hip or okay. their, uh, they've had surgery. So we'll, we'll, we'll basically protect them from falls and keep a lookout um, for unusual symptoms that might indicate um, a fever. Cause you know, mm -hmm. they might not, or actually they may not have a fever, but they actually may have an infection. And so we'll kind of point that out. Um, so that's, that's, yeah, yeah, we, we home is home. Wherever someone is living currently, that's home. Uh, so that's where they go. But the thing that a lot of people don't realize is if you really don't know the system, you can hire a care a care um, manager 
And there's an agency, you can go to aginglifecare.org and do a search by your zip code and find people that are certified to do care management. And we've partnered, we have many clients that have a care manager in place and they, you know, they, they're expensive per hour, but they don't need a lot of hours with a care manager when it comes to advocacy with the pharmacist, the doctor, wow. um, the hospital, the health insurance, the long-term care insurance, all that stuff. You can, you can have an advocate. Now we can advocate because we know like VA benefits and long-term care benefits, but we're not doctors. Mm-hmm. We don't know the healthcare side of the system when it comes to geriatrics at a level that, um, uh, you know, a, perverse, a, a professional person with uh, multiple degrees has. And so they can come in and be an advocate in an, a couple of hours and save them a lot of pain and suffering and money in the long run. So uh, we don't do care management here in Middle Tennessee, but we certainly love it when we partner with those guys in, you know, in, in any of our communities here you've probably you've met a few of these care managers yeah and it's a little no, little known thing in in our world when, when healthcare is too overwhelming because there's so many moving parts you need someone that knows the system and can talk the language and, and basically fight the battles for us so uh, that's a plug for a whole nother industry yeah who are some of the people that you work with on the care management side well, Arosa here in Middle Tennessee is very strong. Uh, uh, they've got an office up north and one uh, here in Murfreesboro, actually literally uh, right behind here. Okay. Uh, Jan Norby runs uh, geriatrichealthcaremanagement.com, and she has a nurse that works for her, and she's extremely strong in Williamson County. Uh, Don Eldridge is real strong up north in, uh, in Hendersonville. So these are care management type people um, that, that I think they're just little, you know, they're not known about. So uh, an aginglifecare.org certifies these folks. So they, they have a rigorous th- program they have to go through to, to be able to do geriatric healthcare management. Uh, so yeah, those are, those are, those are folks that we've, we love, we love partnering with them because mm-hmm. now you know, there's two of us in the ring on behalf of the client, uh, not just one. So in the crisis, uh, there's just a, a lot of options, hmm. uh, similar to partnering with maybe someone that does hospice support or palliative support too. Okay. Thanks, or yeah. home health. That's another big piece. <laughs> hmm. So these are all areas you probably talk to about people all the time mm-hmm. in your world, Matt, and, and your guests. Uh, it, it, it's not just one thing to, to live life to the fullest. You, you need people to look at the, the issue from different angles, um, especially when, you know, in our re- retirement years and we might be facing a health crisis for the very first time. Yeah. 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 That's great. Man, you're kind of like a, a quarterback. You guys are kind of in there. And well, that's the other the big right piece. Spot. And I'll give credit to Sarah Barker at Connect Our Elders. Uh, she said a home care person might be the very first time that they that a family's ever talked about issues because all of a sudden they're home for Thanksgiving and they say, oh, grandma or mom is having some trouble with some mm. stuff. Let's get her a little bit of help. And all of a sudden we go in and there's no will. There's no power of attorney. There's no uh, advanced directive or, or uh, there's no... Um, there's no education about mm-hmm. uh, the, 
the way to do retirement. So here we are talking about caregiving and all of a sudden we're like, well, we're not lawyers, we're not doctors, but, and we might not even have the answer, but I'll tell you what, we'll, we'll get you in somebody that's trustworthy and get you the answers you need. Yeah. That's fantastic. Someone that's, like you too. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for saying that. That's great. Yeah. Well, Paul, is there, uh, first of all, I mean, share with us what areas you guys serve and if someone could use some advice in your fields of expertise, how would they reach out to you? Well, we would like folks that don't, you know, when folks are facing senior questions, they could lean on us as, as an expert out in the field, um, you know, with boots on the ground mm-hmm. and, uh, and come to us, even if it's uh, a client of theirs or a friend or relative or a neighbor. And like I said, we're going to put their needs first uh, to, 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 yeah, jump in in that situation. Now, what was the other part of the question? Yeah. So w- what areas do you serve and how would people get in contact with you? Well, if it's in Tennessee, just, just call uh, 615-360-0006. Okay. That's been our number in Nashville for a long time. 615 area code 360-0006. Anywhere now, in Tennessee. Anywhere in Tennessee. Well, because uh, we have five locations in Middle Tennessee, but we have a strong partnership with the uh, the locations that are in the Memphis area and those that are in the Chattanooga area. So we've got the whole state covered, state line to state line um, for us. Yeah. And uh, actually, our group uh, that, that uh, we work closely with uh, has all the locations in uh, Alabama, too. So, okay. Like I said, there's actually 14 locations in our whole group. So Alabama and Middle Tennessee covered, but uh, right at home has 700, over 700 locations worldwide. Uh, but that's, we're the largest group within the right at home uh, family, if you will. Okay. So <laughs> a lot easier to say, instead of just five counties, hey, if it's in, if it's in Alabama or Tennessee, just call that number 615-360-0006. And we'll get you connected to the right people. Okay, that's awesome. Well, Paul, thanks for being here. Most importantly, thanks for being who you are and and focus on other people's needs above your own. Well, thank you. You too, Matt. Same goes to you. You're so welcome. Thank you. And thank you again for watching the Serving Senior Podcast. It's brought to you by One Trust Home Loans, where we focus on retirement mortgage solutions. So folks can use their home equity to be able to afford to have the retirement that they not just need, but that they deserve by using some of their equity to pay for great things like Paul's company, as well as other people that he mentioned. So if we can do anything to help you, let us know. And please make sure you watch out for future episodes of the Serving Senior Podcast. Thanks again. You have a great day. See ya. you, Paul. Hey, this is Matt Helton with One Trust Home Loans, home of Retirement Mortgage Solutions. And we really do appreciate you checking out the Serving Seniors podcast today. Now, please go to the description down in the body uh, of the podcast where you can subscribe to get future shows. Please click that notification button so you get notified when other shows drop. And also, if you can go to servingseniorspodcast.com, and we'd love to hear a comment about our show. We have a heart to serve seniors, and we have a heart to make sure seniors don't just survive retirement. Don't just get by in retirement. We want to show seniors how to thrive in retirement. So if you know of anyone that's 55 and older that 
could use some extra cash flow. Maybe the retirement's not going the way that they like. Our retirement mortgage solutions are designed for folks, depending on the state, they're either 55 or 62 and older, to make sure that they have that kind of retirement that they want. As long as they own a home and they're in a good equity position, there could be some solutions that they may not have thought about, or maybe they've thought of and they just didn't know how they work. That's what we do. So anyone in that age group that could use some mortgage advice, my team and I would love to be able to help them. Thanks again and look forward to seeing you on the next show. Have a great day.